Thank you for hitting play on the Successful Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Ren Lopa, the CEO and founder of Wolf and Rabbit Ink Salon Marketing, and I'm obsessed with helping hairstylists book luxury clients in just 30 minutes a day. My students have been able to double their sales in only 30 days, and so instead of worrying about their next paycheck, now they're focusing on raising their prices and scaling to that 10K a month level. You can have that too. Today, we are welcoming in season seven of the Successful Hairstylist podcast, and I just want to give a huge thank you to all of you out there who have taken the time to listen, rate, and review this podcast. We are celebrating 10K downloads, as well as being in the top 10% of podcasts globally. All of this is thanks to you. Today, we are talking about a juicy topic, which is creating a 100K reputation. Honestly, stylists who have a great reputation attract better clients and opportunities. They have way more influence over their clients, like their clients already trust them and want to take their recommendations, want to give them full control over their look. They're not micromanaging them. And lastly, stylists who have a great reputation keep their clients loyal. Their clients aren't on Instagram doing the grass is greener trick with seeing other stylists in the area. So all of that comes from taking the time to really focus on building that strong reputation. But if we're honest, because it's so intangible, building a reputation can seem like a true mystery. However, there are so many little things that you can do regularly online and offline that can influence how others see, think, and speak about you. And that's what I talk about in this training. All right, let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about something that I think is really important. And what makes it difficult is it is so intangible and it's like this invisible force this invisible force field that is kind of impacting our business, either to our benefit or to our detriment, right? Like if, and that is reputation. So we're going to be talking about building a 100K reputation behind the chair. And ultimately, and this might not be the goal for everybody out there, but ultimately, what would it look like? What would it feel like if you could have a reputation where you're almost like this local celebrity? So when people think about hair, or they think about a great hairstylist, like you're the name at the top of everyone's mind, on the tip of their tongue, ready to talk about you and sing your praises. So we are going to be working on this today. Hi everyone. So my favorite way to really think about a reputation and kind of how to define that, because again, it's so intangible. It's like, it's not something we can hold. It's not even something practical sometimes. Sometimes it can be ruined through gossip and things that aren't even true, right? So my favorite way to really think about a reputation is that it's what people think and say about you when you're not in the room, okay? So it's this lasting impression of who you are. And like I just said, it can be accurate or not, but how can we show up consistently and have more control over how people see us, over how people think about us? So how is a reputation created? Well, it is created 
purposefully or accidentally through what we repeatedly do. So our reputations are created through what we repeatedly do. What do we say over and over? How do we show up over and over? It's through our own actions. And I think that that can sometimes be frustrating because on some level, there is a bit of accountability there. And as business owners, we don't always have a ton of accountability. Like we can kind of get away with a lot. And so what we repeatedly do say or act like online or in person is really what lays this foundation. And the fun part about this is that we really, it does put it in our control. Yes, it's an extra burden. Yes, it's an extra thing that we have to be thinking of on top of everything else that we're running and working on in our business on a day-to-day basis, but it is so important. So when we have a strong reputation and stylists who have a strong reputation, they enjoy better people that are coming to them better opportunities, people reaching out, maybe to get press, maybe to be featured in different magazines, maybe to have celebrities or local influencers who wanna work with them, right? Better people, better opportunities. They also have, when you have a good reputation, you have way more influence. Um, I'm sure you guys noticed when you first got out into into your career, people were more likely to push back on you, right? Like you would make a recommendation and like they know you've only been working for three weeks and so they kind of doubt you a little bit. They don't totally trust you. But when you have a great reputation, people trust you way more easy and they're way more likely to believe what you say and take your advice. So you're kind of 10 steps ahead when people are already understanding and believing in this positive reputation, especially before they've even met you, right? They already trust you. They're already ready (laughs) to take everything you say because of that reputation. Then when we have a good reputation, we can also keep loyal customers happy and they tend to spend way more with us. Hey, they're ready to try all of our new ideas. They're ready to tell all of their friends about us, right? They are so excited. They don't have that grass is greener effect on social media where they see another local stylist looking great on Instagram and they're like, ooh, maybe I should check them out. They know what they have with you and they're happy with that. And then the last benefit of a strong reputation is that you really gain a lot more clients who align with your values. So not only are you attracting more clients kind of naturally and with less effort, but they tend to really align with you because your reputation speaks for itself. Like people know what you stand for professionally. They know the experience that you're creating because you've built that kind of, (laughs) you're known for that. So how do we even get started with working on our reputation. Hi, Micah, so happy to see you here. So the way that we really can think about this is like I said in the beginning, our reputation is created by what we repeatedly do, say, and act like online and in person. So to me, there are kind of three main categories where we can either create a great reputation or kind of 
chip away at our great reputation and make it a little, you know, questionable. So the first one of these is all about is like we just want to be warm and generous online and in person. And I know that for many of us, you know, our industry is misfits. We're artists, we're creatives, okay? But being warm and generous is so important because at the end of the day, we're in a creative career, but we are in customer service. Like we are experience experts, right? Like we create these like amazing environments and experiences for our clients, not just about hair. So knowing how to show up in a warm and generous way is so important. I know that you guys have heard that quote, like it's not about what you say, it's about how you make someone feel that they'll never forget. Like I totally butchered that, but you guys know what I'm talking about. So for some of you, this is going to come really naturally, okay? Like for me personally, I tend to be very just like warm, naturally affectionate and like, love complimenting people and just love like connecting with people and getting to know them. So for me, this part was easy where other parts might've been a bigger challenge. But if this isn't natural for you, I don't want you to think like, well, that's just who I am and people just need to get used to it, okay? <laughs> like we run businesses, we have to step up in different ways. And so there are books, that can really help you with this. And what this could look like is as simple as having some phrasing and having some body language cues that you can just be aware of to make sure that you're sending that out on a more regular basis with your clients, right? So the book Cues, C-U-E-S, is one of my favorite books for this because it really helps you, especially like if you are someone who struggles with like coming across as warm and generous, it is really going to show you where the miscommunication is happening. Because I know in your heart, you wouldn't be in this in this industry if you weren't like that. Like you wouldn't be a hairstylist if you didn't care about people and you didn't wanna help them and make them feel amazing. So I know that that's what's in your spirit. So practicing and diving more and learning into what body language communicates warmth, what phrases communicate warmth to others around me is really going to help you with this first step because how we show up on social media or how we show up and greet our clients and how we say goodbye to them, all of that is really going to be the starting point for our reputation. Instagram is often everyone's first impression of you. So we wanna make sure that we're taking that 10 seconds that we're getting stalked and we're really making the most of it. Okay, so that first one is being warm and generous online and in person. So the second one is pretty related and I have like a weird way that you can kind of take a step back and analyze this part of your life that I think will be really helpful. But what we wanna do is cultivate a positive outlook. And I am, of course, not talking about toxic positivity and ignoring the realities of the world or ignoring what's really happening in your life or what's really happening in your clients' lives at all. 
But what I want you to think about is what percentage of your conversations, and you can look at this on a personal level and then on a professional level with your clients, but what percentage of your conversations are about you know difficulties or venting about something annoying and frustrating? And then what percent is about fun, positive, inspiring, you know, topics like conversations? So when we look at that, being a realist and talking about what's really what's really happening and everything. First of all, there's a lot of good things in your life to talk about. So I just want to say that too. Like we as human beings really naturally focus on what's not working. So that's kind of the first challenge is like look for the good to talk about. But also, so take a look at this. What percentage is what? And if your percentages are mostly negative, I, I just want you to know that that is your reputation. Like that does impact your reputation. People notice. It isn't just like this personal quirk you have, like that is your brand now. And so we at least want to get it to like a 70-30. So 70 positive, inspiring, you know, forward thinking, all of that, like feel good. And then 30% of you know, stressed out, venting, complaining, and everything like that. So cultivating a positive impact or a positive outlook. And this also in general is great for you as a business owner because, and I say this in my trainings, but it's like most people, they can really get away with not dealing with their baggage, not doing self-development, just you know, doing and being however they are at all times. But as business owners, we don't get that luxury because too much is on the line for us. We have to take a step back. We have to look at these parts of our life and not just so we can be on all the time, but so that we can really heal them and step into our full potential. Like my family is counting on me to do well in this business. So I'm not just going to like turn a blind eye to some of my faults and flaws. I'm really going to work on them. And I think that is part of what we're called to do as business owners. So having a positive outlook is not something easy or else it wouldn't even be on the list, right? We'd all just be naturally good at it, but it is something really important and something to pay attention to, especially as you're cultivating this reputation in your city with your clients and online. Okay, so the third way that we are going to have and like better our reputation and be intentional about how we show up is I really like, this one sounds the easiest and is the hardest. Okay, so I'm just going to say that right now off the bat, but the easiest way to establish a great reputation is to do what you say you're going to do. Essentially, it's to walk the walk. It's to do the right thing. And again, a lot of people can get away with, you know, having lower integrity or not, you know, breaking promises or whatever. And maybe it isn't impacting them on such a big level, but people are watching us as business owners. Like we have to have a level of integrity 
not only professionally, but personally. You know, how are we following through and keeping the promises that we make for ourselves? So part of doing this, part of walking the walk and showing people that we're legit, right? We don't just say whatever and then do something else. We are walking it. So this is about, you know, being humble and kind of quick to admit mistakes when they happen. Ugh, it's hard. It's really, really hard, but it's so important. How much more respect do your clients have for you when you're like, you know what, Sharon, this didn't turn out how I thought it was going to, but I have some ideas. Come back tomorrow and let's figure this out, right? Like way more respect than you knowing something is weird and just like letting it go, okay? That is a different level of maturity, but reputation. You're gonna be seen totally differently. We also, part of this I think is being reliable and consistent. And I think this is one of the hardest one because we are emotional beings, right? Like we are emotional feeling beings. We have hormones, we have everything flowing with the moon. Like we are emotional beings. And I, that's why I'm such a big believer in like having systems and having methods that you can rely on because we have to be able to be reliable and consistent even on those down days, even on those days where we wake up and we're not feeling creative and we're not feeling motivated. You know, what do you have? Like, it's easy to be like, I got this going on those good days, but it's like, how do we keep that up and build in and support ourselves on those slower days, on those days where we're just not feeling as good? super important because if people see us good and then not so good negative inconsistent not showing up and then we're back on and then we're off obviously that impacts our reputation that's how they're going to see us they're going to wonder before they step into our suite like which rent am i gonna get today i don't know <laughs> like we want to make sure we're able to show up the best version of ourselves as much as possible and then the last part of this, I think, is just giving other people tons of credit, right? Appreciating your clients, appreciating their hard work and loyalty to you, appreciating other stylists and really shouting them out in positive ways. We just really want to show up and do what we say we're going to do, walk the walk. And that is how we're going to build this reputation of not only having a good business, but we're going to be seen as who we really are, which is being good people. Like we're just good people. And I know that you guys are. So I don't want you accidentally and subconsciously sending out any vibes that show that you aren't. Because sometimes that's what happens. We're just subconsciously doing these little things that are confusing people. So the more we can be aware of it and have a plan for it, the better and the easier this is all going to be for you. So that is how you can build a strong reputation, a 100K reputation in your area. Um, all of this too, like it's not only the in-person experience, like sometimes when we think about reputation, it's like how I treat others in public, but this all applies online. So your content, your stories, 
your live streams if you're doing them. It's all super relevant. So I hope that this has inspired you to take a step back, see the areas of your life where you may not be as in alignment or in integrity as you want to be, clean that up a little bit and just show up being the light and being the best version of yourself that you can as much as possible. All right. I hope you guys have an amazing day. I will be back next Thursday. So I will see you all then. Do you feel like people these days are not willing to pay for the luxury services that you want to provide? Or maybe you just feel like you're running into a wall with building your clientele. Listen, the luxury client method is more than hacks for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and more. It's an actual strategy to book clients. We focus on practical day-to-day -day activities that actually make a difference in moving your business forward and get you in front of those people who are willing to pay. Because I can tell you, even in this economic climate, even throughout the past couple of years, the stylist and the luxury client method have been able to double their sales consistently month after month. Come and see what the difference is all about. DM me the word method on Instagram. It's at Renlopa official and I'll send you all the juicy details. I'll see you in my inbox.